Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is Tanya Burton. Welcome to Core 1031 Fitness. So glad that you're here. I hope you had a great holiday, a great new year, and it's January, and I love it because it's all about the new year and resolutions and new goals and visions and things to strive for for this year. I'm totally a geek about that. Everyone's like, really? Like, yes, I love it. I know a lot of people are like, whatever, I never, you know, successfully hit my goals. So what's the point? I'm gonna explain to you today how to actually make your resolutions come true. What's the formula? What do you have to do? There's three things, okay? And I'm gonna share exactly what I did to lose weight, but you can apply this principle with any area of your life. So thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get started. All right, so I just wanna start off by saying goals are a great thing to have. I know a lot of people think they're overrated, what's the point? But I'm gonna tell you what, even in the Bible it says, without a vision, people perish. So if you don't have a vision for your life, for this month, for this week, for this year, you're gonna perish. And I know for me personally, that means you're gonna get depressed. You're gonna feel like there's no point of living. Um, you're gonna feel like there's no purpose in life for you. And you're, you're just wasting space and, and, and oxygen. And I felt that way. And it wasn't until I had a vision for my life in 2016 that, gosh, it changed everything. And these three things that I did that I'm going to share in just a second changed the trajectory of my life. So I want to encourage you, if you're listening to this and you're like, gosh, I don't have any goals, write some down. Look up F6 goals. They're amazing. It's a great way to... Be very organized in your goal setting in every area of your life, but set some goals and then do these three things. Number one, before creating your plan, like let's say you're like, I'm going to finish losing these last 20 pounds or 50 or 100 pounds, or I'm going to pay off this car or this house, or I'm going to quit smoking. Before you do any of that and get a plan of everything you're going to (laughs) try to help you reach those goals, get your tribe first. What does that mean? That means get a group of people who are going to support you and encourage you, whether that's just a counselor or a therapist that's going to help you walk through and process everything of how to get that done. Or or maybe it's a, it's a coach. Maybe it's a small group of friends. But get your tribe together that's really going to make this happen, who are really going to encourage you and support you. When 2016 happened, I was 50 pounds overweight and I'm like, gosh, I... really want to lose this weight my tribe and I look back at it now and I'm thinking thank goodness for my tribe I had two people I had an actual coach a nutrition and personal trainer a nutritionist and personal trainer and I had my husband who was my boyfriend and then a week later fiance and then six months later my husband (laughs) all in one year um that was it just those two people were my tribe I had my husband who we talked every single night. So I guess I guess I should say my fiance because he was in Missouri and I was in Oklahoma. And so we called each other. We talked to each other on the phone every night. And it was so much fun. We're like, hey, would you work out? Where are your macros at? What are you eating? How's your progress? We would cheer each other on. We'd be proud of each other. It was so much fun. And then I talked to my coach every single Monday. And it was a great way to check in, to make adjustments, to ask questions. I looked forward to talking to my coach every Monday just to be like, hey, look what I did. And for him to cheer me on. 
and it made my year fly by really quickly. I've tried to incorporate other people into my circle, into my tribe, but it turned out it just backfired. Uh, they ended up, uh, you know, not being that encouraging, like, ah, whatever, you're going to gain the weight. There's no way you're going to lose it and keep it off. You tried so many times. Or I'd have people that would just, um, instead of encourage, more like compare and just show off how much better they are than me. And, you know, we have those fans, and I'm sure they don't mean to, but... If that makes them feel better, that's great. I don't want to be the person of that. I really found that really quickly. Ugh, I'm going to save my sharing for people who are just going to, you know, take it as is, share what they want to share, and not make me feel lousy at the end. I was very aware of that. Anyone that made me feel crappy for, you know, holding my plank 10 seconds longer or or doing a pull-up on my own, and they're like, oh, I did five pull-ups. You only did one? I did, I just... It didn't help me. It actually made me not want to continue because I'm like, what's the point? I'm never as good as them. So the comparison game kills progress faster than anything. So be very specific who you want in your tribe. You know, whether you meet up, you know, once a week at a coffee shop or at somebody's house. You know, there's a reason why Weight Watchers is so successful is because a group of people with the same goal in mind, there to support you, answer questions, you know, share recipes, all that good stuff. There's a reason why they're successful. But I also know... A lot of times when we do group stuff, ah, it's sometimes not as successful. Again, the comparison game. And sometimes it is better to work with somebody one-on-one. So there's no right or wrong answer. It's just what's best for you and your tribe. And so that, it was that for me. It was my husband and it was my coach. And it was flawless. Like any other time I tried to lose weight, I was never successful. Why? Because I tried to do it on my own. Or I picked friends who ugh, weren't that great at supporting or would just like want to give up on day two. And I'm like, ah, I need somebody more consistent. Pick somebody who's gone through it successfully and knows how to get there. The blind cannot lead the blind. Okay, if one person does not know how to be healthy, you know, you can't put that pressure on them or they can't put that pressure on you. You need to find somebody who knows what they're talking about, okay? That's number one. Number two, you need leverage. What does that mean? You need specific reasons why this is a must, why you have to, have to, have to make this happen. So I'll give you an example with the fitness world. When I ask people, why do you want to lose weight? Why is it a must? Why do you have to do it? And they might spot out, you know, one or two reasons. And I'm like, try to give me 10. And the people that can easily give me 10 are the people that without a doubt lose their weight just like that. They are consistently losing weight month to month. The people who have a hard time explaining why, their motivation runs off. There's not enough leverage for them to keep going and they stop. And they're like, oh, I fell off the wagon. You fell off because there's not enough leverage. You need reasons why you have to make this happen. Let me give you a really great example. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of Tony Robbins. Um, you know, everyone has their own opinion of him. He's helped me tremendously. Uh, as I was losing weight, I'd listen to him, apply his um, tactics, and it was really helpful just to process everything. You could say he's probably my counselor <laughs> without realizing it. But he helped me process a lot of stuff. But one thing I really learned uh, he's a, a famous life coach, um, is if you want to work with him, you have to give, you have to write out a hundred reasons why you want to make this happen. Like, what is it that you want and why? Why is it a must that you have to get this done? A hundred reasons why. 
And then when you start working with him, you have to come up with another 100 reasons three months later. Can you imagine what that does to your nervous system? It like magnifies the determination to keep going every single day. And so when I started losing weight, weight, um, I didn't do 100. Good golly, I probably would have lost it faster. But I came up with about 20 to 30 reasons about why I needed to lose weight. Like, why was it a must room? Why did I have to get this done? And I listed off like, gosh, I'm going to have more energy and confidence. I'm finally going to have the body I want. I'm no longer going to cry in a fitting room. I'm not going to have anxiety going to a restaurant or or when I'm sitting down with a group of people and holding my waist in and sucking my stomach in or I'm going to feel confident every time I put clothes on in the morning and you know I'm I'm just going to feel better my skin's going to be better my hair's going to be stronger uh, I'm going to live longer I'm you know I'm not going to have digestive problems I'm going to be more outgoing I mean I just it kept going I just made the huge list and gosh that just when that list is playing in your head all day there's not an option to quit because you're looking at all the benefits, everything you're going to reap from everything you're sowing now. And I wanted to reap happiness and joy and confidence. Like that was more important to me than binge eating. So you need to have leverage. Why is this so important for you to get this done? Make a list. I can't tell you how many times I have clients do this. And if they ever st- start you know, losing motivation, I will resend them their list. And I can't tell you how many clients are like, oh my gosh, I am printing this off. I'm putting it all over my house. It's going to be my lock screen. And then the next week, boom, down two, three pounds. It's amazing when you remember why you got to keep doing it. And it's in your face every single day. It's going to happen. Okay. The reason why people are motivated the first week of January is because they're pumped and excited. Like they have leverage. They understand why am I doing this? But week two, they forgot about it. And then they quit. They quit because they forgot what they're fighting for. They forgot what their leverage was about. Your body leans more towards pleasure than pain. So if your body feels like it's going to be painful to diet, it's not going to diet very long. But if you make it pleasurable, like, hey, I'm going to feel lighter. I'm going to have more energy. I'm not going to have headaches. I'm going to feel happier. I'm going to be a better wife, a better mom because I have more energy. I'm going to be a better role example for my kids because of uh, the healthy way I'm doing this. There's a re- positive reasons why you're doing it. Boom, your your body's going to flip over to that side and be like, okay, let's keep going. Does that make sense? So instead of looking at the negatives, because that's so easy to make a list of, flip it over. It might be hard, but I tell you what, once you write down your leverage of why you got to get this done, why it's a must, it's going to be so much easier. And finally, awareness. You need to be aware of when you hit your obstacles. What are they? Is it your period? Is it that time of month? Um, Is it stress at work? Is it the weekends? What is it that triggers you to kind of fall off the wagon? Maybe it's right after work. Like you can't even go a full day being great. Like what is it? What's going through your brain? You know, I had a client that she's like, gosh, Tanya, every time I have to work, I get frustrated and I just want to quit and eat everything. And I'm like, well, what? tell me more about that. Like, what's going on? And she explained to me exactly like after work, it's like a cycle. She keeps thinking about the same thing that has nothing to do with work, but other people's progress. Again, the comparison game and it's keeping her from making her own progress. So once we talked about it, we looked at our our leverage of why she needs to focus on herself within a couple of days down three pounds. It's amazing what happens when you figure out what, where your awareness is, like what's triggering you, 
where's your downfall? Where's your obstacle? Okay, so that was her obstacle was after work because she was so drained and tired. She's like, whatever, I don't care. And then thinking of all these other things and she's like, I just want to eat out and not care about, you know, give me all the Chinese food in the world. So it's hard to make good decisions when you're in that situation. So being aware of it and knowing what to do, we had a whole different game plan after work, what to do, what to focus on. Boom, start implementing that, start losing weight. So for me, when I was losing weight, my biggest struggle was the weekend because that's more than 48 hours to do whatever you want. And that means being lazy and eating everything in sight. I mean, that's what it was for me. There was no structure. There was no routine. And so I was super lazy. Okay. So I came up with a plan with um, Saturday, I wake up, drink my water, go work out, and I would write down at least three or four things that I needed to get done before lunch because I intermittent fast. If I start off my Saturday eating and not moving or showering or working out, I'm going to be lazy all day long. And I don't like that. So I found this routine where I wake up, you know, shower or showered after I worked out. And uh, then I did the three or four things that I had on my list, which I try to pick things that take about two, three hours, whether that's going to the bank, the store, getting my hair cut, my nails done, I'm running some other errands. And then before I knew it, it was like 12 or 1, I'm like, okay, now I could have my first meal. And then after my first meal, my lunch, I came up with another plan where I'm like, okay, now you have to do these two other things, whether that's laundry take a nap, whatever, you know, just something that again, takes another hour or two of my time or three hours before lunchtime. And I, it was before I knew it it was like Monday. Cause I kept doing that on Saturday. I'll do that. And on Sunday, I had a plan. When you wake up, you're going to do this, this, and this, then have lunch. You cannot have lunch until all this is done. And again, you need to do this, this, and this before dinner. And all of a sudden I had structure, I had routine, I had willpower, I had self-discipline. And I go, wow, this is awesome. So being aware of where it's most difficult for you to lose weight and come up with a plan. Maybe talk about it with somebody or even Google like, hey, what's the best way to, you know, not eat everything inside on the weekends or after work or what do I do when I'm stressed or what are some alternatives that don't, you know, count, you know, that I have to rely on calories to make me happy. There's so many different options. So I hope this episode is enlightening and awesome for you to listen to as the new year and your new goals and resolutions and all that good stuff that one you actually have a great tribe supporting you until you reach your goal and then keep you know keep that group because they're doing awesome start doing other goals with them and talking to them about it have enough leverage that it's a must that you have to get this done and be aware of gosh you know I really struggle in this area great That's awesome to know. That's actually a good thing to know where you fail because only when you fail, that's when you learn. So I always tell my clients, I love that you went through this because that was a learning experience. What did we learn from it? What are we going to do next time? Because you know it's going to happen again. You're going to get sick again, you know, Uh, or with some of my clients, it's like, you know, they have another surgery coming up. Great. You're going to have another surgery in a couple months. Let's learn from this and apply it next time or next business meeting or whatever it is, take it as a learning experience to get better, not to consider yourself a failure. You're not. You're a failure if you just quit and give up. But keep going. Learn how to fail forward, okay? Thank you so much for listening. I hope you really enjoyed it. I hope everyone has an awesome, awesome year. I missed everyone. Love the feedback that I get and uh, talk to you all later. If you enjoy this podcast, feel free to share 
or review it. I'd love to hear what you thought about it. Uh, but uh, I will uh, talk to you all later. Thank you so much for listening to Core 1031.